0: Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to the Liberty Report. With us today is Daniel McAdams, our co-host. Daniel, good to see you. Good morning, Dr. Paul. How are you? Doing fine. Yeah. Thank you. Well, there's a little bit of good news, good and news. Yeah. with maybe some qualifications. Yeah. But uh, the end of the world has not occurred. Not yet. There was a lot of excitement in the financial markets. The Federal Reserve Board chairman was talking yesterday and marcus did this and this uh-huh. and uh i think there was a lot of confusion but that's what one would expect when the federal reserve runs everything everything yeah. <laughs> and they have a philosophy that is unworkable yeah. so fireworks will continue <clears throat> uh but what we want to start off with is a hearing that was held uh in the congress and it had, had the airlines there and they wanted to come uh, the uh, CEOs of Southwest and Americans, uh-huh. big airlines, big and uh, they, they decided uh, that they, they wanted to come and question the need for on planes. Wow, that's good. Where have they been? Yeah. Uh, but it turns out that uh, I think they sincerely believed it. They probably were very handicapped over the years. They're getting ready to take their retirements in a month or two. Okay. Allows them a little more leeway to let us know what they're really thinking. And uh, they, they uh, they've come to the conclusion they seem to agree with each other that the masks don't do any good yeah. now the, the the airline hostesses you, you know uh, they they seem oh this is a little unsafe thing you know, they, yeah, they they argue from a labor union viewpoint yeah but but i don't know i don't know why they do that uh, yeah, why wouldn't they do it thinking well we want our jobs back you know we want to make sure our jobs good. anyway the the big debate was on this and they did some good testimony. They had the right answers for <clears throat> uh, the mask not working, they declared this idea that they have a better uh, filtering system. Yeah. That raised a question in my mind. Uh, I don't know the details of that uh, uh, of that filtering system. It's they only <clears throat> listed it as HEPA, yeah. but uh, and it's supposed to be very very good. <laughs> but you know, it's very very hard and difficult to filter out viruses. Yeah. So, uh, but of course we shouldn't say that because people say, aha, we still have to. Be be scared. <laughs> They're not perfect, yeah. but but anyway, uh, the airlines, as usual, uh, just probably every one of them get uh, subsidies uh, from from the government. I remember after 9/11, when uh, the disruption occurred and the airlines were closed, and it was all done uh, for national security reasons. That some very very hardcore conservatives said. This is an exception, you yeah. know, and in a way, it wasn't the worst argument in the world. They, It was it was the government, you know, that closed them down. Uh, but it's still it's difficult to say, yeah, that justifies stealing from some other people to b- bail them out. Yeah. So it gets messy right now. That's sort of uh, what's what's going on. Uh, these airlines probably have a lot more benefits and help in these past couple years with with COVID. Uh, but ne- nevertheless, uh, these, this is very helpful, yeah. you know, for the CEOs and that uh, you better question the mask. We have better filters and uh, and, and there's uh, no evidence to show that if you get on an airplane and fly and you, you don't wear your mask, all of a sudden you're going to die. Yeah. Uh, so we know about and we've spent a lot of time on how how people spread it and people people who have masks on and have had the vaccinations they're they're more likely to spread it than if you're they should have an airline saying, we want people who've never had a vaccine we want to take care of but anyway positive news i hope it uh, <clears throat> gives people more courage but there's always a few qualifying points that they're going to make
1: yeah and let's put up the first clip because this is we saw it on zero hedge they get all the credit for reporting this first <laughs> although it's been around now. But you know, I'm glad you brought up 9-11, Dr. Paul, because it reminded me of the great argument you made at the time when they wanted to put in the TSA and everything. You said the airlines don't want to kill their own passengers, you know? <laughs> They're going to take care of security better than the government because they have the incentive. And I think that can obviously also be said for the airlines. They don't want people to get sick and start dying in the aisles, and the airlines are the last thing they want. So they testified before Congress. And I think the important part about this couple ones, first of all, as you mentioned, they're, both of them are retiring, so they can probably finally <laughs> say what they really think. But the second is the role of the federal government in these airlines. Because of the federal mask mandate, combined with all the money they've received from the federal government over the past two years, the federal government can say, hey, you want to keep the dollars rolling, you better do what we say and keep that mandate on. And that's what they want. So this is kind of a rare moment of them being candid. Southwest Airlines CEO Gary Kelly he told the Senate panel on Wednesday, that was yesterday, the air, passion, air and passenger cabins is so clean, face mask quote, <clears throat> don't add much additional protection. The HEPA filters filter out 99.9% of airborne pathogens. And here's what he said. Here's the uh, operative quote from the CEO, Kelly. I think the case is very strong that masks don't add much, if anything, in the air cabin. The environment is very safe, very high quality, compared to any indoor setting. And the American Airlines CEO agreed and said, yes, our planes are probably about the safest places to be. But as you can imagine, that freaked out people like Ed Markey, who you know we've cooperated with in the past, but this kind of weird COVID religion has, has turned people that used to be for civil liberties against them. Let's put up the second quote and I'll just finish with this. This is what, what Markey from Massachusetts uh, told them, I'm shocked that some of the CEOs here today have suggested we no longer need mask mandates on planes in the face of Omicron and children under five who still can't be vaccinated, that we would allow unvaccinated people on the airlines. He said it was immoral to suggest that people on planes be forced to sit next to the unvaccinated, unmasked passengers. He's not been reading the news because the vax is doing nothing to Omicron. Uh, We know that. We've talked about it. This is not even up for debate about it. So he doesn't know that. And also kids under five, they don't even spread it. We know that already. So many studies. So typical, typical member of Congress, totally clueless and brain dead, but totally devoted to the COVID religion.
0: Right. He's still accepting this whole idea that uh, if you do exactly what the government tells you and you have your vaccine, you're going to protect. But but that isn't the case. The people who have not been vaccinated and they want to play this game, they say, you, we will force your non-vaccineers to take it to, ta- to protect me. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but if it was any good, it would protect them. And besides, the evidence is just piling up on who's uh, the uh, people with uh, have, who have had the vaccinations. Are spreading more of it than the non-vaxxers. Uh, they have a better immune system, uh, especially those who have had the disease uh, naturally. But you know, back, back to this um, money coming from the taxpayers to uh, the air- airlines company, it's it's a big issue of liability. Even even before 9/11, uh, they. They were running the security. They were in charge of security, and and they didn't do a very very good job, but the airlines always would go along with it, uh, because they weren't forced to do it. And they were getting this benefit, and and uh, they get they pay the government pays for the security and also the liability yeah you know if if it were private there'd be some liability and and that would give the incentive for them to really do a good job well that's sort of the same thing here with the pharmaceuticals why why is it that the pharmaceuticals are doing all these dangerous things and so much scientific confusion going on but they're scot-free no matter what happens you can't sue the pharmaceutical companies so that but that is pervasive, you know, in, in government. there it, It's, a, it's a direct subsidy, but it also protects the companies from being sued and that's why there's a coalition and this has been going on a long time which yeah. really we haven't talked a lot about that because it's just in these recent years where you can see the corporations and governments doing this and this with, with the woke generation yeah. and, uh, and all of this. So this is, uh, th- this is something that uh, we have to deal with, but right now what we're saying the airline pilots are seeing a little bit of light for yeah. for the moment. Yeah, and you know if you didn't have these things forced
1: on the, you, mentioned the flight attendants, they're the worst. They they used to have to serve people, now they get to yell at people. And I've flown a few times under this, and they really seem to enjoy yelling at you. Put that mask on, you know, and it's just it's just sick. It's a sick thing in our society, I guess, but. If they didn't have to force that on, then people probably wouldn't know that there was a pandemic
0: out there. It's a long, a long way from the, the early days of, of flight where you yes. see these pictures of, of the flight attendants taking care of people. It's saying early years, the 30s and oh, the 40s. Yeah. Boy, it, it was a Gourmet completely meals. different, <laughs> a completely different attitude.
1: Yeah. yeah. Here's your peanuts. Put on your mask. Well, we want to talk about because it's kind of in the same theme, the people that are that are really having panic attacks over Omicron and now of course the universities and if you look at universities <laughs> I don't think it's an accident that they're the biggest freaker outers. but they also have these massive administrative costs versus how much they spend on educating students you know 850 diversity officers and two professors is what it is but Cornell we can put up this next clip Cornell University they have shut down Dr. Paul they've gone completely online even though they are I think 97 or 99% fully vaccinated. They've had an outbreak of COVID. uh, And, quote, virtually every COVID Omicron case at Cornell was among the fully vaccinated.
0: And the obedience factor comes in once again. I think the universities generally get a lot of money from the government. So that's the incentive to keep keep the benefits coming and the leverage is there at the same time uh, the momentum to ignore uh, wh- the type of science that uh, we uh, sort of follow uh, they they, uh, they continue to do the same thing over and over and and and, and get away with it but I, I'm just hopeful that people in time will wake up but uh, this this is uh, this is ridiculous of what happens on how this university everybody was fully vaccinated yeah fully with boosters most of them yeah Yeah. and uh and and it was much worse Uh, but then you can you can lose your civil liberties if you say well do you have any idea what uh natural immunity means Uh, should that be a consideration in in this debate oh you're you're a a, a a heathen and (laughs) uh you're unpatriotic and you're a jihadist and you want to kill people (laughs) other than that you're a good guy yeah
1: (laughs) exactly well, here's the funny thing. You know, the scare is up front. Oh my gosh, it's it's the worst thing ever. It's even hitting the vaxxed. Uh, we got a shutdown in George Washington and a few other universities have done the same thing. They've gone all back to online. So basically they've gone back to the stuff that hasn't worked in the past and they wanna do it again and they're gonna hope it works. But you go down, 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 down and you read the fine print. And here's from an article in the Chartered Observer, which we noted, one of the students, out of the students infected with COVID-19, the school has quote, not seen severe illness as of de- <laughs> December 14th. So all the kids are getting it and they're not really getting sick. And nevertheless, let's blow the whistle, freak out, shut down the university. And guess what? The profs and all the administrators get to go back home and sit
0: around their pajamas all day yeah. and get their salaries. Well, well, just think of it. If we weren't into the situation where we're obsessed with this whole thing and they said they didn't get sick yeah maybe they wouldn't have even gone to the dispensary maybe they wouldn't have even ask for a doctor's opinion yeah maybe they didn't even need an aspirin yeah. but they still ah we t-, you know everybody's going to be tested because Test. you you could be a spreader of diseases if you don't get your shots so it's the motivation to vaccinate everybody yeah. and, and uh, just like the, the one congressman was disappointed we can't even give this vaccination to the kids
1: <laughs> we're looking forward to this yeah yeah They're not the only ones. Moderna and Pfizer CEOs are looking forward. Yeah. Well, the next thing we're going to talk about, I think, is something that really hits close to home. And I have some good friends in the Navy, and it makes me sick what they're doing. Let's put up the next clip. This is from Defense One. Um, Navy to start ejecting unvaccinated sailors. And this really irritates me because, you know, all these people love to say support the troops, support the troops. It's just a bumper sticker because when the troops are really under threat, really under threat from their own government. You see so many people just completely silent, nobody speaking up for them, but there are 5,731 unvaccinated uh, sailors in the U.S. Navy, and they're going to start kicking them out uh, of the Navy because they haven't taken the vaccine, uh, and it, I think it's just absolutely disgusting.
0: You know, they they have all kinds of arguments for why, why they're doing this, but um, one thing is... I think it attacks the very notion of having an efficient, powerful national defense. And even though we would question what that exactly means, but from the viewpoint of the people talking about, well, yes, we should have a navy. Uh, it, it's almost like uh, it, it reminds me of the stupidity of, uh, and we've been critical of the police, you know, the overreaction and the abuse that p- police have, but there's still, there's still a place for that. So there's, uh, but what do they do? They defund the police and you say, well, what is going on? This is almost in that category because I think that uh, basically this can't help training there's money involved in training people. There's people who might not volunteer because of that. They have beliefs. So it will change the nature of the military and the atmosphere yeah. of the military. You know, how are they expected to, uh, uh, you, you know, uh, endure all the dangers that they're put through if they can't even uh, make a decision on their own health and saying, well, I just don't think that uh, I have to have this shot because of some certain beliefs. So it's. Uh, it's not going to help national defense, it's going to be expensive and it's just a one more time, obey, obey, obey and in the military, uh, you know, I imagine the, the number and the percentage of people who will obey will be a little bit higher because yeah. they, are, they are taught, uh, you know, to
1: follow orders. What you're going to do is you're going to get rid of any kind of innovative independent thinkers. You're going to have an army, a military of drones who will just march off to get blown up when they're told to without thinking twice, which is exactly the opposite of what you need in a free society. But the other thing that struck me in this article, Dr. Paul, is the lies. Because what they say is, well, if you don't want to get the shot, just file a religious exemption, you know, and we'll, we'll consider it, we'll give a good consideration. Here's from the article in Defense One. This service, the Navy received 2,005 religious accommodation requests, but has not approved any of them not a single religious request for, uh, f- to avoid the shot, everyone denied, blanket denial. And I think, and, and Thomas Massey has tweeted about this, that's, a, I think, a form of fraud, where they say, hey, you can, if you put your religious uh, views out and you want an exemption because of it, we'll give it a good consideration. The reality is very different automatically into the circular file.
0: So they go to the military, defend uh, liberty and the Constitution as they lose their liberties yeah. to, uh, to even speak out and make a decision about their own body. So it, it is not good. Uh, but, uh, you know, there's already a whole lot of people who have capitulated on this. But this still the news is still beneficial to helping sort this out because uh... you know if there were no examples of this hey, you, you guys are you guys are making a, a uh... Yeah, you know. Yeah. but uh... now i think more and more people especially there's going to be a lot of a lot of you military Personnel who will be very sympathetic, but can't speak out or yeah. chose not to speak out. But then there's a lot of members of just think of all the family members, you know, and and, uh, and yet they're expected, you know, to be there uh, to uh, pr- protect liberty. At the same time, they undermine liberty,
1: and they're going to punish them too because they're going to force. Them. We talked about this on the show before. They're going to force them to pay back some of their training. Oh, yeah, you know? <laughs> they're going to put the knife in them even right. further. But the next story you want to talk about is. Really, in the same context of what we're talking about today, because as the northern world has an absolute panic attack, and I don't even think it's a panic attack, as it's called it a totalitarian attack based on Omicron, the place where it started, or at least where it was first recognized, because some people say it's been around a lot longer, but where it was first recognized is in Africa, particularly South Africa. They've had a full month of recognized Omicron. And guess what happened? They're not dropping in the streets, right? <laughs>
0: right? But even before that, I'm fascinated with a report that came out six months or so ago. It said, you know, the continent that has the least amount of infection is Africa, yeah. and they have the least amount of vaccination. That's a problem for Pfizer. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then, then of course, uh, the n- next thing we heard was there was a, uh, a vaccine being prepared uh, for this this variant and for africa yeah. then all of a sudden then there was a breakout of a case and they oh see it's coming it's coming and it was blown out of proportion now they're now they're kidding even even the leaders in south africa hey, it's is not a big deal yeah you know we're not we're not panicked here in this country but line them up they're all going to get a shot yeah
1: <laughs> yeah it's a lot of money well the south african health minister has said that you know we've had a we've had a month of this stuff and yeah, we're seeing it spread pretty rapidly through society, but the good news, and it is good news, is that we're not seeing a massive spike in, in, uh, in hospitalizations and deaths. And instead of celebrating that and saying, this could actually be the end of COVID, as several <laughs> experts have said, as it kind of morphs into a cold, uh, no, the totalitarians can't let that go. But I, I, I pulled this quote out, Dr. Paul, because I would say, why don't we look at this and compare this with the the sayings of fauci or any public health official in europe or the u.s put up this next clip if you can Um, here's the quote this is uh south african health minister dr joe Fala. he says quote according to scientific studies the virus is spreading quicker this is omicron than in previous waves but the rates of hospitalization and death remain low he went on to tell south africans (coughs) They should practice reasonable safety measures and avoid super spreader events, makes sense, but that the Omnicron variant should not prevent, quote, a joyous Christmas, a prosperous, and prosperous New Year's celebrations. Uh, The country will also remain on level one restrictions, which is the lowest level. When would you ever hear Fauci say, (laughs) go out and enjoy Christmas? Be a little careful, be cautious, use your common sense, but go and enjoy yourself, they can't uh, do that.
0: So it comes from a place that most people wouldn't expect to hear the good news of that. But you know, This example that we're talking about in Africa, when I heard about this, well, this is this is good because they can be used as the control. (laughs) Uh, And but, you know, if you if you give vaccines now, there's no control. You don't take a thousand people and nobody knows what they're getting. Yeah. And 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 then you compare the ones who had the vaccine or had the placebo. But but here, here it's natural. They didn't want to do it. They haven't done it. They hadn't received it. And why couldn't you could you could find millions of people that could qualify in Africa. But, uh, you know, the the accusation will be that's encouraging people not to to get their vaccine. So you guys are bad people. You're tricking them in into, uh, you know, uh, avoiding the vaccine. But I think it would have been a a good good uh, chance. To learn a lot more but I and I, I think there's some learning but it's slow yeah. slow coming but we certainly uh, had some good comments from the, the president of South Africa
1: yeah yeah so we want to move on to one more final thing this is more in the your realm than mine in the economics and finance and corruption and oh so <laughs> you
0: don't care about this one huh? I do
1: but you're more of an expert than I am <laughs> well
0: this is this is a little weird I wish well I'm gonna laugh a little bit You should. but It's still pretty serious because it really touches on the whole principle of morality uh, and ethics and uh, promises and and it it touches on hypocrisy. This is a story about this famous speaker, (laughs) the famous speaker that we currently have in the House of Representatives. Speaker Pelosi rejects the idea of congressional stock trading ban. They want to stop members of Congress from trading well they have a right to trade and that's what that's what she says and she claims that quote we're a free market economy and we should be able to buy and sell stock <laughs> and they and uh, she's done pretty well oh, you yeah. know the evidence is out there but that's her husband but her husband uh, they don't talk to each other no, no, I'm sure. so anyway it, it is it is so uh, so bad and then I get to thinking well what do you do with this because uh, they they have a lot of information. Does that mean when I was there, actually I probably didn't buy or sell anything. But if, when I was in Congress or anybody in Congress, they might own some stocks. What if they decide to sell something? Yeah, and it's unrelated to anything that they do. You know. Uh, if if none of, so, so I don't see it. The automatic answer is that nobody in Congress is allowed to buy or sell a stock. But I think there should be some monitoring. Matter of fact, there is monitoring because I think I had to send out a report. Every year, yeah. or maybe even less than that, and say what you've bought and sold. And of course, if it, if, if you're involved in something like that in one of your committees, uh, you you have to reveal this. But um, I was thinking, how would we handle this in a more libertarian society? Well, the libertarian society doesn't work very well if you don't have uh, if you don't have morality and principled people in the Congress, and you don't have very limited government. So there would be fewer opportunities and better people there, yeah. and maybe. They'd, be, they'd make better judgment, but that still doesn't solve the whole thing. There's, uh, you know, there's no thing like uh, like perfect solution with perfect people. That wouldn't happen. But what you, you could do is uh, rather than uh, the, the uh, giving a report at the end of the year and Nancy Pelosi doing whatever she wants. Uh, <laughs> What what you, you you could do is have some some sort you know if it was controversial and even came close uh, you know if I'm on the banking committee coming close to buying and selling bank stocks or something like that, that maybe you should have a prior uh, approval or something but uh, it it's uh, it's a little more difficult but I, you know when I when I kept thinking about this you know no matter what you do on the regulations everything you know if you're going to have people who want to cheat the taxpayer yeah. j- just think of all the things that they just legalize. I mean, you say, well, you're worrying about this little thing here of buying and selling stuff. Well, what about stealing? <laughs> do, do, does, uh, uh, does the Congress steal <laughs> and, and pass it on to somebody else? Yeah. So it's, it's a different story. That's the bigger picture of having a moral society. Yeah,
1: <laughs> absolutely. Well, I was going to do my closing with a couple of absurdities that I noticed uh, over the past day. And let's put up that next clip if we can. I know you're going to get a kick out of this, Dr. Paul. (laughs) You know, the crime is everywhere. Uh, Here's you can see people parking uh, to go shopping downtown. and Their trunks were open. You think, what's going on with that? This is ABC7 Eyewitness News. Amid a spike in vehicle break-ins, some Bay Area car owners have been deliberately leaving their trunks open (laughs) in an effort to avoid forced entry by thieves. They don't want their cars smashed up, so they just say, come and get it. Right? (laughs) What if that would work?
0: <laughs> I, I don't think that's a good solution. I think we need more honest people. Well, we we need a little bit a better system where when people steal and rob, including politicians, yeah. there should be penalties. Because if you if you don't penalize people from doing bad things and you reward them for doing good things and legalizing bad activity, that uh, I mean just just think of the breaking into the stores and everything that's been going on. It, there's no penalty. Yeah. And, and they get excused. Technically and legally, they're excused. Oh, you didn't steal enough. That's not a crime. So if you subsidize, which is what they're doing is criminality, Guess what? You get more of it. Yep. And that's what we're facing today. So we have a long way to go. Uh, I, I I unfortunately uh, believe in a scenario that what's going to happen is when we run out of stuff yeah. and we run out of a market working, when the financial system continues to deteriorate, which I believe it's in the early stages of doing that now, because everybody's income is going down. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it... Uh, it's going down not because people have less money, it's because people have a lot more money but they don't have purchasing power, and it's getting worse. And uh, there's a lot of these predictions right now about inflation, and that's why the criminality is going to continue. Soon there will be no more stuff the (laughs) government (laughs) can steal. (laughs) So plan ahead.
1: Well, here's this next clip, and this is the Moderna CEO. (laughs) You can tell he's probably pretty nervous because people aren't dropping in the street from Omicron. In fact, all the reports, as we've talked about, are good news that it's not hurting people. Well, he is not having any of that. No way. Here's what he says. Omicron and Delta may strike people at the same time and combine to create an even worse COVID variant in the coming weeks, Moderna boss warns. So go and get some of my products. The final thing is a video clip and just play that first 17 seconds if you can. This is, I, I hate, I, I did this two days in a row. I'm gonna get punished, Dr. Paul. I hate to end it on a bum note, but this is New York City. A bunch of people want to go out and have uh, dinner at Applebee's. And guess what? The cops showed up and arrested them because they didn't have their VAX passports. So watch a few God minutes of this.
0: Guys, a no few seconds. Left. You have no rights. No rights at all. And this yeah. is what you guys do. You have no rights. Did anybody read that? No. I was not read my rights. you don't need the random rights when they leave your state. This is bullshit.
1: Yeah, that's probably enough. Yeah, the um, the uh, the crime here is eating dinner without a vax passport. Meanwhile, crime, as we've talked about on the show, has skyrocketed across the country. The cops aren't busting people who are busting people; they're busting people who are eating at Applebee's.
0: Oh boy, good good they're protecting us. Feel safe. You know, uh, on 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 dealing with this and getting people to do the right thing. Uh, I was thinking when you were mentioning that that. Uh, you, you know, they're, they're not going to advise taking vitamin D no. or, or, or getting into sunshine or zinc. There's not enough profits in that, yeah. but they have to go through this other ritual and, and make up uh, stories about uh, the great danger. But uh, how many times, you, you probably have an idea, but how many times has the CDC, especially Fauci, have changed their tune? said one thing and then changed it later on. And nobody, the media, the so-called regular media, they don't really ever bring that up. They They never never mention, say, well, you just said this. Sometimes in an interview, they'll say, he'll flip in the middle of an interview. And uh, and yet we have found from our audience that that is one of the things that they get most aggravated by is the inconsistency and the hypocrisy. And that's good. As long as people still get annoyed with outright hypocrisy, I think there's still hope that truth will break out. <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely. Well, I'm all done, Dr. Paul. Okay,
0: very good. I want to thank our viewers for tuning in today because uh, we're certainly uh, pleased that we have a chance to spread some of our message on uh, liberty because to me it's so important. We've been doing this for uh, several years. And uh, the biggest job we have is to make sure that uh, we present the evidence that we have both good and bad in the best manner possible. We recognize immediately that uh, our presentations can't be perfect because man is imperfect, but I think we can straight, and we can reach out to a lot of people and emphasize the fact that uh, lying as politicians do outright so for personal uh, gain uh, is easily identifiable. I think that's something I discovered in campaigning, that young people especially were very much aware of the fact when politicians would say the same thing as others and they could tell the difference on who was telling the truth and who wasn't telling the truth. So I I think that is the message of uh, practically the history of mankind is sorting out the truth from fiction and uh, i think everybody has something in their heart and mind to uh, seek truth and uh, some not some of the there are there are a few that become nihilists and they become the dictators but i tell you what our numbers are greater our efforts have to continue to expand because our numbers can have an influence on those people who have grabbed power and are now uh, passing out the mandates uh, wholesale around our country so the answer as far as i'm concerned is to come to the belief that liberty can solve our problems and there's no reason in the world that we can't continue the momentum in that direction. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today to the Liberty Report. Please come back soon.